Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor. This is my roommate, Jack Strobe. Hey, folks, listen, we're not going to read a review this week. Isn't listen my catchphrase? Yes, but I've been living with you long enough that I'm starting to inherit your vocabulary by osmosis. Listen, you're not allowed to steal my catchphrase. All right. See here, buddy. You can try out some new catchphrases. That one's all right. I thought so. It fits me a little better anyway. But look, we've got something better than a review. This week, we have a new Patreon supporter. Excellent. Yes, I did get that alert. New Patreon supporter. Yes, Tommy. And Tommy, unlike so many of these other fine individuals, lazy butts. Nope, don't call our Patreon supporters that. Tommy actually replied when I asked him about himself. He says he lives on a farm, raises some animals. Interestingly, he works selling penny stocks to unsuspecting scam victims. Now, hang on. You forwarded me the email. It did not say anything about that. Well, I'm, I read it. I've worked in a boiler room before. It's pretty clear what he said here. He said he works in a boiler room. No, no, not that kind of boiler. That's not what a boiler. He means like an actual boiler room. You know, with you know? a boiler. There's a whole movie called Boiler Room, and it has nothing to do with being in a room with a boiler. Well, true, because that would be honestly probably a very boring movie. Well, I don't think Tommy is boring. So let's go with the obvious connotation here that he's running a scam, a stock scam. No, I don't think he's running a stock scam. Well, agree to disagree. At any rate, Tommy is our newest Patreon supporter, and we should mention his name, maybe something about what he does when you fire this thing up. Yes, we will do our best to honor Tommy for his very generous support of the podcast. Thank you, Tommy. And I think that's about all the business we have to take care of before we fire this thing up, right? You should probably tell the listeners what this is. Well, yes, obviously, there's that. But I mean, aside from that, you didn't bring any weird off-brand sponsors this week? No, no sponsors. Although I've got a line on some really cheap Russian rubles, Max. Yeah, that's not, everyone has a line on that. That's not useful well, in any maybe, way I was hoping anyone. I could pawn them off on podcast listeners, but maybe not. Nope. Hard pass. Anyway, this thing here is the Bageltron 2000. The Bageltron 2000 is my invention that opens up portals to other dimensions. I've been traveling through these portals for almost four years now, visiting many different alternate realities. It's always Earth or some variation of Earth, and I meet interesting people. Sometimes I get my brain reprogrammed, and then I have to go and get it programmed back. I've experienced a lot of things, some of which were not so good, but I'm still here. And I'm still visiting other dimensions, and I'm going to do that again today. And today we're going to do it in honor of our new Patreon supporter, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. We're going to find out what kind of boiler room Tommy works at, or at least which kind of dimension we end up going to if we just talk about the boiler room. It's going to be a stock scam, I'm telling you. No, I don't think so. So, essentially, as we fire up the Bigeltron 2000 here... The things that we are talking about or thinking about, somehow, if we haven't dialed in a specific dimension, they seem to somehow impact where we get sent. So that's what we're going to do. Here we go. Firing it up. And as it warms up, as you can hear now, we're going to be talking about the actual physical boiler room that Tommy works in. Selling scam stocks. No, 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 no. That's not. He's not selling any scams. It's the physical boiler room, like an actual piece of machinery. Where he makes phone calls selling scams. No, I don't. Okay, I don't that. No, it's not that. But the Bigelstone 2000 is all fired up now, so I think that's it. I think I'm going to head on over and... All right, don't buy anything, Max. No, I, I'm not going to buy anything, that's that's for sure. Good luck. Okay. All right. I am in some kind of a lobby, waiting room type of area. See some pretty generic office furniture around. And I'm going to shut the portal. Here it goes. Let's take stock of my surroundings here. Yeah. 
very generic looking office space. I see, okay, on the other side of that window, hmm, does look like some kind of a call center. I see a lot of people, they look a little seedy, looks like they're all on the phone at various levels of animation, attempting to do something. Hmm. Oh, finally you're here. If you'd been much later, it would have been too late, man. Oh, but I'm here now. I'm not any later, so let's do this. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Max Adams. Jack Strobe. I've got to say, you're a smart guy for coming here and checking this out. This is the sort of opportunity that doesn't come along very often. Mm-hmm. You ready to take the tour? Yes, that is what I'm ready for. All right. I would love to take the tour and I... learn as much as I can about this operation. We call it the boiler room. Right through here. Okay. Oh, wow. It's not a very quiet environment, is it? These guys run on the ABCs of salesmanship. Always be closing. Mm, yes, I am very familiar with that. Yeah, they look pretty intense. Yeah, the incentive structures we have set up here are insane. So they work really hard. I think you'll be happy with your purchase. And there's got to be dozens, maybe a couple of hundred, maybe even in here. This 150 is a... salesmen wow. and women. Yeah, this is a big space. Very dense with desks and phones. We exclusively hire from people who are no longer allowed to work in the securities industry. We find a lot of overlap between our cultural values. Yeah, oh boy. All right. That's great. What else can you tell me about the operation? I'd like to get as big a picture of you as I can. I don't really have a lot of time. I'll say you don't. Let's step through the reorienting door and change our frame of reference and look at it from another angle. Uh, okay. Right through here. Wow. Interesting. Wow, that's a very interesting door. I've never seen anything quite like that. It's kind of like a weird cross between a spaceship bay door and a portal of some kind. Yep, it's pretty high tech. I just wish it didn't sound like someone was strangling a turkey. Step right through here. Follow me. Oh, wow. He sort of swirled out of existence as he stepped through that door. I guess he seemed pretty confident that it was safe, so I guess I'll step on through. Oh, yeah, that was not a pleasant sound. You were right. That was not pleasant. Ah, Wait, are we in a boiler room? It is kind of warm in here, and this is clanking of machinery. And... I believe I told you it is the boiler room. Yeah, I thought you were talking about where we just were. I was, and where we are now. So, as you can see, we came out of that little black pellet right there that's going along the conveyor belt with all those thousands of other black pellets. Wait, hang on. As I can see, we came out of that... I'm sorry, maybe there's a translation error. You see, I have this mumbler device. I don't know if we're speaking the same language here, but... Oh, absolutely. That pellet on the conveyor belt that you just pointed at can't be more than three inches in diameter. But look really closely at it. Do you see the little lines of where light is speaking out? Uh, yeah, I guess I do. Those are the office windows where we just were. What? I... Hmm... A step back. It's about to go into the incinerator. Oh my. This conveyor belt leads to quite the fire. That would explain why it's so warm in here. Yep, it's a boiler room. Oh gosh, just just went over the edge. Yep. Up in flames, along with thousands of others per minute. Thousands uh, of pellets a minute. It's pretty efficient. I'm sorry, you said there were 150 salespeople in there. Right. Don't worry, they'll be recycled. Re- 
Psych. I think there must be some kind of a problem with my translator. Are you speaking English? Oh, yes, yes. I, I thought you were clear on what you're getting here. Free energy. All the energy you want from our boiler room. Free energy. I'm seeing all these black pellets going over the edge into the incinerator. Mm-hmm. It's a very large boiler here in front of us, putting out a lot of heat. But I'm just trying to understand... We were in the office with the salespeople. We stepped through that portal. I'm just, I'm, that I still... That office has gone in flames, Max. Yeah, that's what you said, and it's not a translation error. Okay, I'm still having a hard time grasping this. Could you... We're creating energy. Look, cre- look at all of this heat that's being generated by this boiler. I don't have to look at it. I can feel it. I can feel the heat, yes. It is creating a tremendous amount of energy. Mm-hmm. We're boiling the water up there, turning the turbines. Yeah, I can see which then powers. the many pipes leading out of this room. Mm-hmm. That powers the next level. The next level. Okay, tell me about the next level. What is that? Well, we have to go through the next reorienting door. If you want to see it, that would just be right through here. Oh, gosh. This again? Yes. <sighs> All right. No turkeys were armed. Well, that's good to know, I guess, at least. Right through here. All right. Okay, now we're back in what appears to be another office space full of salespeople. The previous one had red walls. This one has blue walls. That's the only real difference I can see. Each office comes with a random coloring on the walls. Uh-huh. But it looks like the same operation going on here, I see. Except that all of these phones and all the electricity here is powered by the boiler room that we just came from. All right. I think I understand that much. So we were just in an actual literal boiler room creating with a boiler, electricity. creating electricity, and now we're in the space that's using that electricity, which is a figurative boiler room where these salespeople are manning the phones all day long. Day and night, ripping off unsuspecting rooms. <sighs> okay. <sighs> Right. Remind me again the specific details of the opportunity here for me. Well, we're selling this whole boiler room opportunity. You will actually get to buy this infinite energy cycle. Infinite energy? I'm not quite understanding where the infinite energy is coming from because all I've seen so far is a series of tiny offices being fed via conveyor belt into a raging inferno. And it's just powering another office. Well, right, but you haven't seen the next level. Uh, the next level? Okay. Maybe it will help if you look out the window here, Max. Oh, wait, are we... Yes, we are moving. That's... And that over there, that's another office just like this one. Uh... Moving with us down a giant conveyor belt. Um, what? I'm so confused. Yes, it kind of breaks the brain a little bit. Once you get used to it, the free energy is well worth it. Free energy for what? Hang on. Are you going to tell me that we're inside of an office that's just going to go into another inferno? Yes, and that's our cue to go through the next reorienting. Right this way. Uh, okay. Yeah. Man, that is a weird feeling and sound, and oddly there's a bit of a smell to it as well. Oh, yes. Kind of like, man, it's hard to place. Um, fried okra? Fried okra. Some people say greasy leather. There's a lot of different smells that people experience. But as you can see, that building we just came from, that one right there on the conveyor belt, is getting dangerously close to the incinerator, which is why my alarm went off and we needed to leave. Right. Okay. But we're back in 
Uh, yeah, and the, this boiler room is different colored walls than the last one. The last one was green, and this one is yellow. So it's, it's not the same room that we were just in earlier. No, this one runs off these office building boiler rooms. I'm real confused here. And you said earlier something about being recycled. What do, you, what do you even mean? How do you recycle something that's gone through an inferno? Everything in those offices is reconstructed and then burned again, including the people. Wait, what? Reconstructed? What do you mean by that? Well, atom by atom, molecule by molecule. Have you ever seen Tron? Sure. The movie where they go into the computer? Right. The laser that can deconstruct and construct things atom by atom. Basically that. Uh-huh. All right. Aside from the fact that thousands of offices per hour, each with at least 150 salespeople, so we're talking about, I mean, conservatively, something like three-quarters of a million people in these offices going into this incinerator to power the boiler every hour. Correct. Aside from that, there's the other problem of, I don't know, basic thermodynamics. You can't just gain energy from that process and then somehow reconstruct it all. That would require even more energy than you gain. You're referring to the suggestions of physics, Max. Okay, they're not suggestions. They're known as the laws of physics for a reason. Well, many laws turn out to be suggestions when you really get down into the nitty-gritty. But yes, uh, there is a little bit of a trick to this. Uh, We do add some form of energy to the system through all of the people who we are calling to sell them boiler rooms. Okay, wait, Hank. Uh, all right. No, wait. You... Uh, Okay, let me back up. It's... So it's not a closed loop. You're adding energy to the system. That at least makes some sense then. But I'm... What did you say that they're selling? They're selling boiler rooms. These boiler rooms that we're in. The boiler rooms that sell to people and the boiler rooms that generate energy. We're selling the whole system, get and caboodle, exactly as I'm selling it to you, except I'll give you a good price, unlike all the people on the phone here. Oh, gosh. Great. So what you're telling me is that I've somehow found myself in some kind of recursive scam. I prefer to call it a recursive opportunity, Max. Uh-huh. Great. But yes, as you are perhaps sensing, there is no limit to how many times you can go up the chain. It's like walking on a giant gear and avoiding getting smashed. You have to keep going through the transitions to avoid being destroyed. All right. Don't all these people in the rooms have a problem with that? How did you get anyone to agree to this? Well, they might have a problem with it if they knew what was coming, but when we reset them, we reset their memories, too. Okay. Wow. Listen, this is all very intriguing, and honestly, I'd love to study it from a scientific perspective, but I just do not feel comfortable investing in this kind of an operation. Oh, interesting. You interested in a job selling boiler rooms? No, I'm definitely not interested in that. How do we get out of this? Can we go out to, like, the non-boiler room world? I don't know what you mean by out, Max. You can go to another dimension, but this entire dimension is just boiler rooms within boiler rooms within boiler rooms. 
So wait, who were the salespeople selling the boiler rooms to? Other people in boiler rooms? People in other dimensions. In other dimensions. Who would like infinite free energy? I see. So all of the telephones in the boiler rooms, that the phone calling boiler rooms, are interdimensional phones. Of course. And they're making calls, apparently very brief calls, given the amount of time they have on that conveyor belt before they get incinerated, to sell this whole weird recursive system to people in other dimensions to power up. Hang on. If the energy coming in is only by the people who are buying the new boiler rooms, what you've described isn't free infinite energy. What you've described is a pyramid scheme. Well, I like to call it a pyramid opportunity. I do not call it an opportunity. I call it extremely shady, very confusing, and almost certainly a violation of basic human rights. All things that also describe the best things in life. Mm. Good adjectives. Nope. No. I don't think that's right. Well, I am going to have to leave. And by leave, I mean to another dimension. Because I'm not interested in any of this gesturing up and down and all around at apparently this entire reality. Not interested. I'm going to have to say thank you, but no thank you. Good luck. I guess. I don't know. Luck really has anything to do with it. I don't know. I guess you're just going to have to find somebody else. Well, that's a bummer. You're sure you don't want that sales job? I am very sure. All right. Well, maybe we'll sell to the next one. I've got to get going. I've got another appointment starting in two minutes. Right. Well, best of luck to you through the next loop or whatever, however that works here. I don't know. It's boiler rooms all the way, Max. Yeah, that's great. Well, I'm going to open up my portal, which does not make a weird, terrifying turkey scream as I step through it. I'm going to say good day to you, sir. Maybe consider a new career somewhere else in a different dimension. This one's pretty lucrative, but we'll see. Whatever. Where would you even spend the money, though? Like, if you get the money from selling, like, how do you... If there's nothing outside of these boiler rooms, it doesn't make any sense. You Lucrative how? I spend the money in other dimensions. So you do get out? Oh, of course. I'm a tier two salesman. I see. So does that mean you're not getting a reset through numerous loops over and over and having your atoms re-molecularized? Thankfully, no. Although, if I was to meet with an unfortunate accident, I do have a backup of myself. Yeah. Okay. One last question. Are all of these other salespeople who I assume are tier one that we've been seeing on work in the phones, do they eventually work their way up to where they're not in this weird infinite death loop? The very best of them... Maybe one in a million get to this stage. Yes, get to be stage two. No, oh, okay. Well, one in a million, that's like one every hour then. Oh, yes, there are a few of us. All right. Before my brain melts and comes trickling out my ears, I'm going to really leave this time. Thanks for the tour. Maybe we'll see you later in another dimension. Bye, Max. Oh, you're back. So what kind of boiler room was it? Oh, boy. Uh, Yes. Yes, it was Boiler Room. And was there scams going on? I mean, kind of? It was all kinds of Boiler Room. It was a Boiler Room, in a Boiler Room, on top of a Boiler Room, next to another Boiler Room, selling Boiler Rooms in a Boiler Room. That didn't make any sense, but neither did anything that I just experienced. It was... It sounds uh, like you've had some sort of transcendental experience, Max. There were these doors, and they sounded like screaming turkeys, and I just... I need to go lie down. 
you know, maybe we should have gone with the fact that he lives in a briar patch, our Tommy. Yeah, I mean, that might have been physically painful, but at least it wouldn't have made my head hurt. Yeah, that would have been less hard on your brain. Almost certainly. Yeah. And the Kevlar long johns that I've got on would probably have mostly protected me from all of the barbs. Listen, Tommy, I I do appreciate the support. Thank you again. I apologize that our attempt to honor you descended into a bizarre existential madness. Again, though, thank you for the support. At least he didn't turn out to be some sort of horrible villain. That's true. Although, I don't know. For all I know, maybe Tommy in that dimension is the one who set up that whole weird thing that they had going on. Anyways, I'm going to go lie down, and then later I'm going to take some notes, and then I guess we'll try this again next week. Maybe you've been in life, Max. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis. Starring J.R. Willett as Jack Unremoleculized Strobe and Tim Ellis as Max. The music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt. Are you interested in becoming a Tier 2 Boiler Room Salesman? Check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and infinitely recursive peaks behind the interdimensional curtain. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DispatchesFM and visit us online at Dispatches.FM. I was starting to think that you were going to risk death. <laughs> I thought you were going to be more vague than that. <laughs>